Prior to the delay, we're going to start our meeting of the Rules and Open Government Committee at 2.04 p.m. Let's have roll call. Davis? Jimenez? Present. Kemi? Here. Foley? Here. Cohen? Here. We have a quorum. All right, let's start by reviewing the agenda for the Tuesday, February 6th meeting. Meeting has a morning session, closed session at 9.30, regular session at 1.30, and consent part starts on page four. Continues on page five. Page six and ends on page seven. And in section three, we have a um, the questions for the prospective director of aviation and a status report for the violence prevention. And section four, prohibiting unlawful possession of catalytic converters. Section six is our public hearing on uh, power mix rates, power mix and rates. Nothing in section seven. Section eight, we have an agreement for VTA for the uh, Cerrone property and also approve the Cher Cerrone, Cherry, and Via del Oro housing communities. 8.2 is a, the public hearing on weed abatement commencement report. We have a six, redevelopment successor agency item 9.1 will be heard immediately after consent and no land use. We also have an ad sheet. Let's go to public comment. Paul? Uh, good afternoon, Paul Soto from Horseshoe. I'd like to talk about uh, sections 3.4 first, and I'd like for the violence, because you're not specific, um, I'd like you to include poverty. Poverty is violence. You talk to any sociologist, any psychologist, it's already acknowledged by, the, uh, by sociologists that poverty is violence in the sense that it erodes public health. And so it is a form of violence and it's created by uh, the generation of poverty actually creates this form of violence. And some of it is done by our own government and their policies. So you're not specific on that. And by, poverty is violence against the poor. So I would like that included that you're going to stop and start examining violence and start expanding on that definition so that it includes poverty as well. Secondly, it is, uh, you don't have, on 8.1, you don't have any, I, I checked the memo and you don't have any audits on the grant allocations to nonprofits. That's conspicuously missing. Now there's been millions and millions of dollars that have gone to Somos Mayfair, okay, because they're your, they're your lapdog, basically. So and you pet them well with millions of dollars. So I want the audit to include non-profit grant allocations. Because I'm sick and tired of so much made for you. Haven't you noticed they've been real silent lately? They, they, you don't hear a peep out of them. You know why? Because they've all of a sudden become developers. That's what they've done. They're probably one of the only organizations that actually profited during, uh, besides Google, Somos Mayfair profited during the pandemic while people in their own community were dying of poverty. Back to the committee. All right, is there a motion or comment? Move, move approval. 
second. So this is a review of the February 6th yes. agenda. Okay, so, so I'll move approval, but or Go ahead. let me move approval you do uh, that. with uh, removal of the hybrid option. And the ad and sheet. The ad and sheet. the ad sheet. All right, is there a second? All right, it's been moved by Councilmember Jimenez and seconded by the Vice Mayor. Um, let's vote. Motion carries 5-0. All right, let's review the agenda for the February 13th meeting. This one has a closed session 9.30, regular session 1.30. Also has a study session in the afternoon and an evening session recommending cancellation. So it's just for the study session after the regular session. Consent starts on page four. Oh, wait a minute, I'm looking at the wrong. Continues to page five. And it goes through page six. Section three, we have the mid-year budget review. The city council focus area status report. Uh, 6.1, we have a long-term power purchase agreement to be heard immediately after consent. And we have in section eight, uh, an approval of an exception to the city multifamily housing revenue bond to, uh, to be heard immediately after item 6.1. And there's no land use. We will, the, the agenda for the study session will be approved during consent. Let's go to public comment. Paul. Is possible from horseshoe. Racial equity has not been central to. It, well, let me back up a little bit. The reason why we have a policy for racial equity is to combat, challenge, and create an equilibrium of the imbalances that were created by racist policies. That's why you call it racial equity, because my community, the Chicano and Mexicano community, have experienced the racial inequities over the past hundred years. That's how, I'm going to measure it there at the past hundred years. Now, there's never been a time when that has been balanced. The only time that it can be balanced is during the budgetary process. Period. I mean, this is simple, people, and you people are in charge, and that's why I keep on your helmet because you are going to be held to account. It's my responsibility as a citizen. And if you think that I'm just speaking for me, nah, there's a lot of my ancestors that never got the opportunity to come to this meeting and challenge this government. So I speak on behalf of my ancestors in Oak Hill, in Calvary and Mission Cemeteries. I speak on their behalf. And I probably speak for at least 100,000 to 200,000 Mexicanos in this city. That's probably a fair estimation. So I want Zuma uh, Masial inside these meetings. And if she doesn't have the capacity to start standing up to you people and start demanding that a racial equity metric be used and installed in this budgetary process, then cancel her, fire her, get her out of that racial equity office and install somebody that's got the nerve and got the courage to challenge the status quo because it can no longer be tolerated. People are dying because of poverty. Poverty that you create. Back to the committee. All right, thank you. Any uh, comment or motion from the committee? I'll make a motion to, to accept the, the February 13th uh, draft agenda and remove the hybrid option. 
Okay, uh, thank you. Any other comments? If not, we'll move to a vote. Second. Oh, we had a second, sorry. <laughs> I needed a second. <laughs> thank you for remembering. Now we're voting. All right, the motion carries 5-0. Now we're on to the consent calendar. We'll go to public comment. Paul? I'm asking that, uh, no, I'm demanding it, that public comment start being changed. You see, because you go through this whole meeting, public comment doesn't end. And it's inside this meeting on, on, the, uh, on the sheet for the meeting itself, it says that we can't comment on any item that was just stated above. None. We can't go. And all of those items necessitate public comment. But there is no opportunity for the public to challenge, for the public to dissent, to the public to say anything about anything that is said in that meeting. I don't think that that looks like democracy. I'm not talking about the law. I don't care about what the law is. You guys are the lawmakers. You legislate laws that impact my existence. So I'm going to challenge you and demand of you that you start centering because democracy is only served by public comment, not you guys. You see, the developers bought you. You're bought and paid for. So we don't, the, democracy is not served by politicians that are already compromised because they allow the democratic process to be circumvented. A democracy does benefit, however, when the voices of the people are able to be centered within the context of these conversations. What you guys do is say, sit down, shut up, and you listen to us, and uh, what we say goes, and everything we say is truthful, and everything we say is lawful. And those are lies. You know they're lies, and I know they're lies. And I'm here to call you on your lies, because I know and you know that, both, that those things don't exist. The truth is, democracy is better served when it's centered. Back to the committee. All right, is there a motion on the consent calendar? I just had a, a question and, and trying to get a sense as to, to the body's sort of will. So, so I'm interested in moving the consent calendar and want to remove the hybrid option for the consent calendar, specifically item number two, the arts destination marketing study session. But I want to get a better sense as to whether you all feel the same way about the, about the, the, no, the arts is the one that we're, we're the, the, yeah, the council study session on the fiscal year 2024, 2025 budget priorities. I'm not sure if we want to re retain um, the, the hybrid option there or we just get some thoughts before I make the motion. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think I've expressed that it's possible that those sessions could be treated differently. On the other hand, we, as we said, we have the public meetings on budget around the city and other True. places for input of the public on the budget. Okay, all right. And so, we we'll have public input, obviously, in the meetings. So. All right, so, so given that, then uh, what I'll do is I'll move the consent calendar with removal of the hybrid option for both uh, the art study session and the, um, the, the, the other... Uh, Budget study session. Second. All right, we have a motion and a second. Let's um, vote. All right, the motion carries. Five zero.
That brings us to open forum. Paul? Yes, Paul Sutton from the Horseshoe. Um, thank you for that, Jimenez. Thank you. I really appreciate what you just did. That was that was perfect, homie. Uh, and I, my memory does not lapse either. So I'll go ahead and I'll remember that, bro. Because what you did is you cut, you cut that out there. And that was, I take that extremely personal. So remember that, dude. So what I'd like to say is that the Cesar Chavez uh, history is going to start being centered now, now in the city. Because while you guys are busy on building and gentrifying the Mexicans and the Chicanos out of here, uh, there's a necessity to preserve the history. And none of you have done it. None of you. There needs to start being an allocation of resources to the Historical Landmarks Commission so that they can start funding the work that I do. It, it, it just needs to happen because you guys are literally allowing and perpetuating the means by which the Chicano and Mexicano communities that have been most vulnerable, not only to the poverty generation, but also to COVID. Hundreds and hundreds of lives of Mexicans just slaughtered because racism is a public health issue. That's what Dr. Sarah Cody said of the county, uh, the, the county medical officer. And so if racism is a public health issue, that means the policies that have been racist in nature that have come out of this dice has been detrimental to my health. And it's also been detrimental to my history. And so you need to start allocating some monies to the Historical Landmarks Commission so I can start getting paid for what I do. And uh, yeah, I'm demanding that as well. Call in user one. Yeah, hi, Martha O'Connell, Golden State Manufactured Homeowners League, representing mobile home park residents. I'm a little confused about what just happened. Uh, as I understand the motions, you just cut out the hybrid option on city council meetings. That means that we are going to have to come down to the, to the city. We are no longer going to be able to speak by Zoom or by phone. I'm not sure if that's what is happening, but as if I understand the motion correctly, that is what you are doing. This is completely cutting out a huge section of your input that for whatever reason, including disability and transportation, cannot come down to, to city council meeting. You know uh, that your, your Zoom and your telephone have been instrumental in increasing public participation. So I hope that I'm wrong and I'm misunderstanding those motions because that would be a, a terrible thing to cut the public out. Back to the committee. Okay, thank you very much. Meeting's adjourned at 2.19 p.m.